Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy With a one last plot holes and gratuitous boobies It's time to get busy With your friend Steven Izzy Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything I Learned from Movies. Indeed. On tonight. Based on a true story. Based on a true story. The nineteen eighty eight action extravaganza blood sport. <laughs> Starting off Jean Claude Van January. Oh, Jean-Claude Van January. Uh, I am so excited for this. Where we take Belgium's greatest export and put it on display for the world to see. Mayonnaise? <laughs> no, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, shit. Is that where mayonnaise comes from? <laughs> yes. Let's, let's not think even... about it. Let's not think about it. Let's not think about it. <laughs> oh, no. don't, don't, don't focus on that part. <laughs> wow. And on that note, I'm a little parched, sweetie. <laughs> We're far too sober for this. Oh, Steve's actually got the beer today. I do. Here we go. I uh, got something from Slow Brew in San uh, San Luis Obispo, California. It's their original, which uh, is a beer. Um, I think it's a brown ale, but let yeah, me look it up. It seems to be like a brown ale or something, but uh, it's the quote-unquote perfect balance of malts and hops, creating a refreshing, easygoing ale with clean finish. That's why we simply say, it's a rockin' good beer. There you go. There you go. Oh, it's Iraqi. That's what they said. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, pop the top. Sweetie. Not even oh, paying attention. Not even paying attention to me popping your I, top. I'm sorry, I was looking at the slow ale. Oh, oh, there oh, we, there, now I feel there it. There we go. It's a blonde ale. <laughs> Ew. Well, here comes the pour. Steve's going for the pour? Ah, well, looking at it, you could tell it's probably a blonde ale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Wow, this is a fairly clear bear, a little bit of a haze. Nice uh, Goldilocks cut hair colored uh, beer. Nice little blonde ale. Got a white frothy ho- foam. Mm-hmm. Mm, smells nice and malt forward. A little bit of almost like a citrusy hop smell aroma on it. Yeah, yeah. The hops definitely have a little citrus, but when you taste it, mm-hmm. it's got it's a little malt forward. It has a little bit of caramel and stuff in it, which is a little kind different for a Blondale. You know the 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 caramely notes with the um, kind of citrusy hops almost gives it like an orange uh, like feeling, even Ooh. though I know it doesn't have any orange in it. Yeah, this yeah. is a delightful beer. This is a really easy to drink beer. We've been picking up uh, the mixed pack of slow brews now for pretty much since we got back from Santa Barbara, and uh, you wouldn't, won't be disappointed picking it up. It's a damn good beer. Absolutely, yeah, definitely check them out. Um, 
Say so it was local at our, uh, available at our local Costco. It um, was. So I don't know. Maybe it's just California, but uh, yeah, check it out. <clears throat> if you see slow, SLO, pick it up. It's brewed and slow. There you go. <laughs> so Bloodsport. Bloodsport. Uh, uh, again, released in uh, 1988. Comes from director Newt Arnold. Newt! <clears throat> you can say, who's he, Steve? Who's uh, he, Steve? He was actually the assistant director on over 60 movies, including Godfather Part 2, Towering Inferno, The Jerk, Blade Runner, 16 Candles, Goonies, The Abyss, Ninja Turtles 2, Last Action Hero, and Blue Chips. So he assisted on them. Assistant director. Yeah, like the second, uh, uh, was it? Second crew or whatever. Because something I noticed this time around watching Bloodsport, which we've watched many times, and I won't lie, I get confused with some of the other movies we're going to be doing later this month, (laughs) but I am pretty much caught off guard every time how low budget this movie is, especially Mm. in the beginning. It feels like a made-for-TV movie in the very beginning. It kind of does. Yeah, I'm sure the budget, it it comes from uh, legendary Canon Films, uh, who were kind of famous for... (laughs) Cutting the budget, but having great profits from yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and the first feature film to star Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yes, and I believe the rumor is uh, Jean-Claude got this starring role by basically going in and uh, doing spinning kicks within an inch of uh, one of the canon guys' faces until they were just like, fine. Fine, fine, we'll give you a movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, during the opening <laughs> of this movie... Uh, there's a nice little training montage with uh, ice blocks and uh, breaking boards and the guy climbing trees and busting coconuts with his elbow and stuff like that. <laughs> coconut! Uh, uh, yeah, there's also uh, Jean-Claude being tied between two trees and <laughs> basically... That's like in the middle of the movie, but yeah. Is that? Yeah, we're, we're um, not introduced to Jean-Claude yet. <laughs> never mind. Uh, but again, based on a true story uh, from a... A crazy man. A crazy uh, man. Uh, Frank, Frank Dukes, um, he's an American martial artist uh, that was in the military. Mm-hmm. And he claims to have won this uh, secret martial arts tournament in Hong Kong known as Kumite, uh, where they often fight to the death. Um, however, that because people, it's so super secret, there's no way to really confirm Well, people his will deny that the Kumite even exists. Uh, he claims he's won it, what, like 135 rounds or something? Uh, I think it was over, I think in the ending credits it said over 300 matches or something, which yeah. is a lot. But, <laughs> um, but anyway, regardless, it's based on that true story. Yes. And uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme is in it. Uh, also starring in this movie, Donald Gibb, a.k.a. Ogre, you asshole, um, as Frank Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and Leah Ayers as Janice Kent, an Academy Award-winning actor, Forrest Whitaker. Oh, how did they drag his sorry ass into this? He was young. <laughs> this is before he was young. an Academy Award winner, Forrest Whitaker. Young, dumb, and full of cum. Indeed. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we're introduced to Frank Dukes. Um, he's training, uh, of course, uh, mm-hmm. at some some base, some military base. Um, oh, yes. And there's like a little private comes up like, you need to report to the colonel because uh, we got worried you were thinking about going to Hong Kong. He's like, okay, let me take a shower and I'll be right there. <laughs> and so he escapes. <laughs> escapes a top secret military base because apparently he's, I don't know, so good at his job they keep him locked up. He's Batman. No. Um, 
And then we're uh, basically introduced a nice little flashback scene where we find out how Frank Dukes became a martial arts master by uh, breaking and entering as a child into Mm -hmm. the home of a Japanese family to, Mm -hmm. I don't know, look at and or steal a katana sword? Yes. Um, And then he gets his ass whipped by a kid. Um, And then (laughs) the the weirdest thing ever... um, the Japanese man has his katana sword and cuts the bill off of his baseball cap. Mm-hmm. By the way, young Frank Dukes. Oh my god, this kid. This, this kid. kid attempting... Uh, this kid is attempting to impersonate Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> he, he may be on the spectrum. It is not good. It's, <laughs> it's rough. It's rough. It's, uh, it's the room level acting. <laughs> What kind of a deal? <laughs> You're telling my heart, my heart apart. <laughs> also, I, I love his outfit because he's wearing Giants gear, but it's like a New York Giants like blue and white T-shirt and a San yes. Francisco Giants black yes. and orange. Cap. Yes. Oh yeah, that was somebody like uh, get him sports gear and make sure it matches. Somebody's at the thrift store and like Giants, Giants. Yeah, it's all the same. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh. That's right. And then, the, okay, so then there's a scene where uh, basically the the Japanese dad is like, you come here and train, you can be you know a sparring partner for my son who's going to kick your ass all day every day, yeah. but I won't I want my son to be the best, and I need him to train with somebody who's pretty good, and since you didn't flinch when I tried to chop your head off, <laughs> yeah. uh, I think you'll be a pretty good punching bag for my kid. <laughs> because you may be completely dead behind the eyes for all right. I know. <laughs> But, uh, and I'll train you as good as him because I need him to be better than you all the time. Yeah. Um, and then there's a scene where like kids at school are like beating up on the little Japanese kid and young Jean-Claude jumps in and like protects him or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, I, and the best part of that scene was one of the kids, what, I swear to God, was wearing a Bartles and James t-shirt. I think he was! <laughs> I think he was! That's awesome. Oh. Um, and then the son dies. I can only guess of AIDS? Or some something shameful. Yeah, we uh, don't even know like what age or anything. He assumes when he was a teenager. Look it up. But... Yeah, and the dad is mad at Jean Claude Van Damme for not being Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then and so then that leads into uh, basically Jean Claude kind of saying, "You need to train me." Um, sorry, that was more Arnold than Jean Claude. <laughs> you can train me. Can... I can go to the Kumate. I will. I will uh, be proud of your family. Or, I don't know, something like yeah. that. Yeah, but you are not Japanese. And so then there's the montage where he's getting his ass whooped and <laughs> tortured and that, <laughs> like you were saying, his arms and legs tied up to yeah. ropes on trees and just pulled the four quarters. Yeah. <laughs> it's like something out of Braveheart. It's pretty <clears> awesome. <throat> um, and we also get our first splits of the movie during yeah. the montage. <laughs> By the way, all month, Steve is going to be uh, counting the splits. Yes. <laughs> It is the signature of Jean-Claude. Uh, I'm not going to count the roundhouse kicks, though, because there's just too many of those going around. You <laughs> can never tell which ones are brand new roundhouse kicks or just a different camera angle. Uh, so so we'll stick to the splits. <laughs> uh, so we get number one when he's uh, ca- catching the sticks that the Japanese father's be- going to beat him with. And then almost immediately after, when he's being tortured on the rack, he has to do the splits and like meditate. Yeah. yeah it's the craziest thing. Um, so then we go to Hong Kong, uh, and that's where we're introduced to Ogre, 
or uh, Frank Jackson, played by Ogre. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and he's just on the bus like, hey, hey, pretty lady, how you doing? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, honey. All right, sorry to... So the son's name is Shingo. Okay. Uh, they're, they don't... Uh, they don't mention what he dies of, but apparently the internet has a theory because right around the time when they say Shingo's dead, Frank Dukes, aka Jean Claude, also and the dad are talking about the death touch. <gasps> there may have been a death touch lesson gone wrong. Is oh what the God. conspiracy theory online is. <laughs> That's even better. <laughs> <laughs> Jean Claude and/or the dad may have killed Shingo. Oh my god, where's the director's guy? We, we, oh. we need answers, Newt. Oh. <laughs> the re- the remake of this movie. That's why Jean-Claude has to impress the dad, because he accidentally killed the son by being too good at the death touch. <laughs> I, I thought I was holding back. I didn't know it was just any kind of touch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, I, will take, I will take his place, <laughs> since you trained me too well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... We know I got the goods. I did kill your son. <laughs> mm, you have uh, you have sold me. <laughs> uh, uh, so then we're in the bar in Hong Kong where uh, the reporter, the blonde reporter lady, love interest. She's just kind of like casually talking to the guys at the bar, like, "Oh, come on, you can tell me about this kumite thing that's going on." I'm a reporter, so and you secret? can totally tell me about your secret <laughs> tournament. Would you mind taking me? I'll give you a blowjob. I uh, don't know what you are talking about. Uh, this uh, kumite. Oh, a blowjob is where I wrap my mouth around. Oh, your... I, I know the blowjob. <laughs> oh, so yeah, kumite for blowjob. Uh, first blowjob. Then Kumite? No, first Kumite, because there's lots of rounds. I mean, hell, I'll throw the blowjob around, but I gotta see a round first. Mm. Gets me in the mood. Uh, oh, uh, excuse me, my wife is coming back. Uh, uh, hello, honey. Hello. <laughs> oh, she can have a blowjob, too. <laughs> uh, uh, save it for later. No. Um, <laughs> and uh, Ogre is also playing uh, video games. Uh, yeah. I forget the name of the video games, like Karate Fighter or something like yeah. that. Kung Fu Fighter. Um, and Frank Ducks, uh, Dukes. I keep saying Ducks because that's how it's spelled. Uh, well, Dukes. and and that's uh, everybody calls him. That's like supposed to be a running joke, except for it's never delivered properly. <laughs> Just like Mister Ducks is Dukes. Is uh-huh, it, whatever. Is Dukes like? Oh yeah, like put up your Dukes. I get it. Hey. Oh yeah, and the promoter guy. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, the little promoter guy. He might actually be my favorite character in this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> Yeah, Ogre and JCVD are playing the video game, and JCVD's kind of whooping his ass. And then Ogre's and just earns like... earns respect. Yeah, earns respect, and so Ogre's just like, Oh yeah, I'm here for the Kumite, a super secret tournament. You can come along with me, though. It's pretty cool. Oh, I uh, I am coming, and I have an invite as oh. well. Oh, even better. I'm far out, man. Yeah, I am uh, Takanaka clan. Really? Yeah. That's what we're going to go with? All right, whatever, yeah. man. Let's well, go. after I accidentally kill Shingo, someone has to come. Oh, Shingo. Yeah, yeah, I know that guy. He's a dick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Total douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> it's a damn shame what happened to him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so they get checked. So, yeah, promoter guy takes him to, I guess, the check-in for Kumite. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, there's the whole thing where Frank Dukes is like, no, no, I'm part of the Tanaka clan. And they're like, you don't look like a Tanaka clan. 
Uh, First off, your name is uh, something we eat here regularly. <laughs> oh, that's right. And then he has to prove he's part of the Tanaka clan by doing the Demok, the Death Touch. Yes. To a brick. Mm -hmm. uh, like through four other bricks, which is just kind of cool. I'm not mm -hmm. going to lie. That whole scene. Um, yeah, and apparently that move is like a real move. Uh, I, I, that was one of those fun facts that I saw online, and it's Ooh. similar to like when you shoot a pool ball. If you shoot it just right, you can get one really going, and when it clips another one, it'll dead stop, and the other one will get going. Oh yeah, like a messy yeah. shot or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a the same like dynamics. Nice. So it's not a nominee for fuck you science. Okay, good to no, know. No, good to know. It's a real thing. We'll take that one off the awards list for next year. And no, <laughs> now, um, now doing it on a person's spine. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> Where you chop a person in the neck and their ass explodes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't spoil the end of the movie. I, okay, sorry, sorry. I'm skipping ahead. I'm skipping ahead. Right um, yeah, then there's oh my god. So they get checked in. I don't think they do the fighting yet, but they go back to the hotel or the bar or whatever, and the reporter's like, basically like some Middle Eastern guy is like, you're my woman now. Go to the room. I'll show you a good time. And she's like, no thanks. I'm going to pass. Like, uh, but the Middle Eastern guy's now. in the tournament too. Yeah, so then uh, Frank Dukes comes in to the rescue and mm -hmm. basically like, Oh, no, he snatches the coin out of his hand. Yeah, well, because uh, so if they that... fight outside the kumite because it is illegal even in Hong Kong apparently. Uh, if you get caught fighting outside the kumite with anybody, uh, you're automatically thrown out and like banned forever. And so he goes, "No, if we fight here, we will all be banned." So you flip a coin, and if I snatch it out of your hand, I get the girl. Otherwise, do with her what you want. <laughs> uh, no, that's not how it works. No, no, that's how it works. It's so good. Goddamn Hong Kong. <laughs> <laughs> no, you woman, you merchandise now. Oh, that's right. Yeah, anyway. Uh, oh, uh, and it's around this time we're introduced to Splits number three yeah. uh, while he's doing his meditation in his hotel room. Oh, yes, and Ogre, and comes Ogre and walks him. in and tells him he uh, he better stop doing that if he ever plans on having kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I appreciated that humor. Indeed. And by the way, this is his, uh, his Splits Between Chairs thing he does regularly. Yeah, uh, it, it's definitely... It's definitely the bedrock of the Jean-Claude career. Yeah. <laughs> Even more than I think the spinning roundhouse kick. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. Jeez. Anyway. So, um, Steve, guys doing splits, is it sexy? To to me, no. You're it's not... impressive. <laughs> do you wish you could do splits like that? I mean, I think it'd be kind of cool, but... You'd like the ability to, but you don't want to have to do it all the time? Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to... Uh, it... I don't want it to be my uh, my bar trick. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Though it if is we learned anything in Japan, trick. it's that you need a bar trick. Yeah, I really do. I need to work on that. <laughs> hmm, maybe I can work on my flexibility now. Anyway, I could teach you all the names of baby animals. <laughs> <laughs> a baby kangaroo is a joey. Yeah, I, I know a few, and what I don't know, I can make up. There you go. You know what a baby panda is called? Uh, a bing bong. Ooh! Yeah. Oh, it's a little bing bong. <laughs> so we get to Kumite. Kumite! <laughs> we go, how about Kumite. that seamless transition Kumite. from baby animals Kumite. to Kumite? Kumite. Uh, <laughs> and the winner for most seamless transition. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, we got a couple fights with uh, Ogre, or sorry, Frank Jackson, Ogre. Yeah. Uh, and we're introduced oh, and to we the villain. Oh, and we have to mention his Harley Davidson bandana he wears for luck. Yes, yes. Good luck uh, that it brings him yes. throughout the first act. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And most of the second. Uh, we're also introduced to the villain, Chong Li. Uh, who I think is the local champion or whatever there from Hong Kong. He's uh, the guy who's won it like the last five years. Played by the great Bolo Young. Yeah. Uh, who you may remember from our full-length commentary in Double Impact. Yeah. Yeah, it's the big uh, Chinese bodybuilder guy. He's Jean-Claude's uh, Sven Thorson. He does. <laughs> oh, a movie starring uh, Sven Thorson and Shum Lee. Huh? I'd watch it. I'd huh? watch it. <laughs> and then we have all it. the big name stars as the, uh, the the guys who walk into the room with no name escorting <laughs> the guards guard number two guard number two Russian mobster number three yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm in it doesn't look Russian yeah uh, so yeah that's when we were first introduced to the uh, the the fight montage and the Kumite song which is awesome Kumite Kumite um, Kumite also oh. The, every time the crowd goes wild, there's cat meowing for some reason. Yeah. That, okay, yeah. Throughout the movie, <laughs> they'll be like, yeah, like everybody's cheering, all seeing you here. <laughs> like, <laughs> the fuck was that? <laughs> and we checked both the cats. They weren't leaking. <laughs> no, no, no. And, and I was like, oh, maybe it's like the song or something in the background. It's just like a weird, like, violin twing or something. No, it's, it's like all different goes. random it's, times. Just, yeah. It's, the cra- it's part of the crowd noise. I'm wondering if somebody out there just... Somebody they hired a hoot and holler. Hooten had hollered like a gato. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, this rocks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're also introduced to the two uh, military police guys, uh, played by Forrest Whitaker and um, I don't know. We'll just say, oh god, John Aston or no, not John Aston, John Saxon. That's the <laughs> yeah, uh, just the the old old cop. You'll, you'll see guy. him and you go, oh, I've seen that guy in things. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Frank Dukes uh, basically escapes from them by jogging lightly away through yeah. the streets of Hong Kong and sometimes posing, just hamming it up for the cameras, I guess. Yeah. I <laughs> Sweet. Um, oh, yeah. And there's the uh, romantic dinner with the oh, lady yes. reporter. Lady reporter dinner. Uh, smash cut to <laughs> the next morning. Woo! It's like whoa, 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 Ken and Films. You had a perfect chance for a uh, for a little gratuitous boobies right there. What happened? I'm pretty sure what happened was the actress said no. Yeah, but we do get some gratuitous butt. We do get Jean Claude loves to show off his butt, and we're apparently wear ladies' underwear, which you know, yeah. to each their own. I mean, I'm sure they're hey, comfortable. Let's just say he likes a snug fit. I yeah. mean, if you're gonna, honey, if you're gonna be doing the splits all day, you don't want something just flopping around. Yeah. I mean, you want anything flopping around. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> High and tight. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when Ratan or Kumite. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, they have a talk about it, like, oh, yeah, you're not going to take me to Kumite? I'm sorry. I cannot do it. They're like, that's cool. I'll go undercover to get my story. Yeah, like I'm going to bang a Japanese businessman. Yeah. Oh, that, I have written down the... Uh, we go back to Kumite, and there's the uh, compound fracture. That the guy oh, gets. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, and for for makeup, that's not the most, not the biggest budget on the makeup. It is very effective. <laughs> and it, it made Izzy twitch, and I gave a little. Oh, ew. <laughs> 
Uh, I also have written down that the uh, sumo guy, um, who is actually surprisingly ripped for being a sumo in, yeah. in this movie, uh, I think he just fucked the monkey guy to death. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what he does. <laughs> yeah, so everybody's got their different fighting styles, and you kind of you you kind of get little clips here and there. And yeah, there is a sumo guy, and when he flexes, you realize, oh, he's not fat. Every single inch of him is just a solid muscle. Yeah, he's not bulging muscles like Jean Claude, because it's just. He's a that's a he's a brick shit house. <laughs> Dude, and, and the monkey guy, I guess he's like the African fighter. He's the one that was banging, climbing the tree, and cracking the coconuts in the yeah, opening montage. I get it. You know what? But his, yeah, impressive little style. His stunt yeah. work is really impressive. That guy is fucking agile. And I got to say, there's a couple of scenes where he just basically he goes from a crouching position to jumping onto people's shoulders. That's yeah. that is very impressive stunt work. Absolutely. Yeah, I forget the name of the 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 martial arts style, but it's it's pretty cool it's a, yeah it's a lot like capoeira but like to the 10th degree where yeah. it's like just jumping all around and yeah it's pretty impressive uh i also have written down splits number four ba, ba, yeah. ba. that's during the uh sumo fight and of course it's doing the splits and then punching sumo guy in the balls repeatedly <laughs> yep so i looked up online apparently spoiler alert that was not supposed to Excuse me. That that scene was not supposed to be a ball punch. There apparently is a shot where you punch somebody in the bladder and it'll take them down. Oh. And Frank Dukes apparently was very unhappy with Cannon's filming of that particular shot because it made it look like a cheap blow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Fun facts. Nice. Uh, and then I also have written down splits number five. Um but I have no idea where it came, when it was. Eh, it's in there. Yeah. We're up happened. to five. Um, and then I also have written down, why do I keep hearing a cat? <laughs> and, and that's the the cat in the crowd. Um, and then we get the big fight between Chong Li and Ogre. Yeah. And Ogre's winning. Like, he gets a couple hits in. Mm -hmm. and, ah, yeah. Yeah, I'm winning totally. Ah, nothing can go wrong now. But he makes Chong Li bleed look. his own blood. And no one makes him bleed his own blood. Yep, and then uh, Smash got to him getting the shit beat out of him, and yeah, yeah this, uh, I forget how it, it gets like major head trauma, but it's like uh, uh, I don't know, like a like when he's like about to pass out, he gets a giant karate chop to the back of the head or something like that. Pretty oh, much, yeah. But yeah, Chung Lee whoops his ass. Oh, um, he whoops it good. And then there's the hospital scene to add drama, mm -hmm. and, uh, which I, I mean, in all fairness. Chung Lee, it's Kumite. I mean, it's Kumite, yeah. They're making it seem like his villain, and it's like, no, Kumite is no rules. Oh, that's right. Uh, uh, Chung Lee killed a guy last year. That's why. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So he's 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 the bad boy of Kumite. Yeah. That's um, right. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and Dukes, apparently, apparently he just like snapping me. necks, too. Because really I think he did two or three it. of those earlier, yeah. but the guy's like walked away and it was like, wait. Was he choking him? Because he did that little, like, jostle thing, and, like, their head, like, knocked over, and then they fell over. It's like, oh, shit, they're dead. And, like, no, 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 they're fine. <laughs> just just a mild mild neck strain. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, oh, and then we get splits number six. Woo! And it's, of course, the best splits possibly in cinematic history, where he's doing the splits and, like, meditating on a rooftop overlooking Hong Kong. This was my mom's favorite shot when we watched it with her for Mother's Day. <laughs> yeah. Didn't she make you rewind it and pause it a couple of times? She did. She did. Yeah. Because this is a great movie for mothers to watch. Mm-hmm. Moms Absolutely. enjoyed this movie. Um, 
And then I've written down the uh, worst cops ever, because at this point, uh, Forrest Whitaker and his partner basically catch up to him at the doors of Kumite with the help of, like, the uh, the chief of police of Hong Kong. And they're yeah. basically like, look, I, we know we know this is, you're, like, made it to the finals or whatever. We gotta take you in. And they even have, like, tasers. <laughs> and then... Uh, Dukes, aka Jean Claude, like grabs a trash can lid <laughs> as they're firing the tasers and like deflect it yeah. and hit each other. It's it's pretty ridiculous. You'll never take me alive. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think this is like the final four. Like it's the because it, he fights someone else before Chung Lee, and they have mm-hmm. that little uh, little Rochambeau where he's like, "Come on, hit me in the ribs!" And they're like just kicking each other in the ribs yeah. for like a minute. <laughs> uh Oh my gosh, this movie's amazing. Really is. It really <laughs> is. Oh, and then we get to the final, and Chong Lee's wearing uh, uh, Ogre's bandana. Around his leg. Around his leg, just to be yeah. a dick. Uh, I took your buddy down, Duke, so I'm going to take you down. And then we get... Uh, oh, and Bolo Young starts doing the little, like, titty flexing. Little yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. That was awesome. Um, and uh, Duke's is getting some good hits in. He's about to win. And then Chung Lee pulls out the what'd you say it was called the Dit Dao? Yeah. The Yeah, the death the death uh the touch. No no that's um shit. No no oh, the no. Dit Dao is that is that it's oh, not salt yes, that he yes. throws in his eyes. Yes, it's, I looked it up. Uh, so yeah. he throws uh Chung Lee has this like powder like tucked into his belt and he pulls it out and he throws it in Frank's in Frank Duke's eyes and Dukes is blinded. Uh, again, I found an interview with the real Frank Dukes who says uh, that's not how it went down. Chumley was an honest fighter, although brutal. And uh, apparently there's this stuff called dit dow that everybody would rub on themselves for muscle aches and strains and that. And uh, Duke says some of it went flying off of Chumley and into his eyes and it blinded him for the rest of it. But uh. yeah. But anyway, basically... Uh, in the movie, the bad guy throws Chinese medicine in Jean-Claude's eyes. And that's where we get the greatest gif of all time, where <laughs> he's, like, looking at his hands and looking around. Ah! And he basically just realizes he has to fight blind. Yeah. Uh, and then vengeance. Um, and then we get the seventh splits. <laughs> yeah! Which jumps immediately into, like, roundhouse kicks. And, yeah! Uh, Oh, Jean-Claude, this is the final fight, just ba ba ba, Roundhouse, roundhouse, ba ba, trip, roundhouse. And then he gets Chung Lee in a headlock. Say it! Say it! Say it! Uh, I think he says, like, Mi Tai or Mai Tai or something. something yeah. Basically, surrender. Yeah. And then, yeah. That's. Kumate! 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 So Frank Dukes has won Kumite. Yeah. Which means he wins all of the honor. Yeah. Uh, and he goes to see Ogre in the hospital mm-hmm. and they share, share a little kiss. And uh, he returns his bandana. <laughs> and and kisses him on the forehead because, you know, yeah. that's how bros get down. Um, Just a tender loving embrace for the man he learned to love. Yep. And then Frank, <laughs> and then the uh, two cops chasing after Frank Dukes. They're waiting for him at the airport. Oh, he's not going to show. We're going to have to go. We're going to have to go shoot him in the face now. And uh, he's already like standing on the door of the airplane. Like you guys are late. Come on, we got to get going. <laughs> they were expecting me four days ago. <laughs> 
And then that's oh. when it comes up with, based on real events, uh, <laughs> something like 56 consecutive oh. wins. Oh, let's look it up. Win in like two and a half seconds. All, all kinds of stuff, which cannot be confirmed or denied, I guess. We'll, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> and then we get the Kumite song again. Kumite! Kumite! Fucking Bloodsport. Uh, I love this movie. How about oh, you, sweetie? This movie is ridiculous, and I kind of love it. I I recommend watching it over and over again. Oh, over and over and over. Ooh, here we go. The official FrankDukes.com. Frank Dukes, the original fight champion. Here we go. World records. 1975, most consecutive knockouts in a single tournament. 56. Nice. Uh, fastest record Kumite knockout, 3.2 seconds. Fastest record punch resulting in a knockout, 0.12 seconds. Shortest knockout time average for fight career, 1 minute 20 seconds. Fastest record kick resulting in a knockout, 72 miles per hour. Uh, first to achieve IFAA weapons form score with a perfect 10. First Kumite fighter to exceed 300 matches. First Kumite fighter to be undefeated for over 100 matches. Final Kumite uh, fight record, 329 matches. Uh, Chi Kung Tug of War, standing on one leg, 66 people. First and only martial artist. I don't know, apparently (laughs) he played Tug of War with 66 other people while standing on one leg and one. Uh, first and only martial artist to break a <laughs> break bulletproof glass barehanded. Multiple campaign uh, champagne bottle break, varying heights with a single kick. Chi okay. Kung tug of war kneeling position, twenty three people. Uh, bottle break vertical palm heel. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, His that... last world record occurred in 1993 after a 13-year hiatus in retirement, with more than 40,000 spectators and millions watching on telecast. Uh, Frank Dukes is the only human being to punch through bulletproof glass. Nice. Yeah. Well, congratulations, Mr. Dukes. Woo! <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break, uh, share some of the wonderful podcasts with you. And uh, when we return, we have fun facts, and we answer your questions. And more beer! When everything I learned from movies returns! And gets drunk! We're happy to have you with us this evening and want you to enjoy every minute of your stay here. Listen to me. Please listen. If you don't, if you won't, if you fail to understand, then the same incredible terror that's menacing me will strike at you! Are you ready to enter the sci-fi double feature drive-in? Every month we hold a special double feature with a very interesting theme thought up by your host, the conspiracy-loving Elisa, and yours truly, Jarrett the Kaiju Man Wegelin. We discuss giant monsters, little monsters, genetic abominations, robots gone awry, aliens coming to Earth, cryptids, and anything in between. So join us at the sci-fi double feature drive-in podcast every first and third Thursday of the month. And don't forget to stop by our snack bar first hey do you like movies hey 
Do you like podcasts? If you do, then come on down and listen to the Home Video Hustle podcast, homie. Hustle, hustle. Every Friday, we talk about whatever movie PJ picks out the bag. What does that mean? Well, every Wednesday on our YouTube page, I pick a bunch of movies at random. Sometimes there's a theme to it, sometimes not. PJ picks the movie up, and guess what? We watch it on Friday. We talk about it for about maybe an hour, hour and a half, whatever we feel like doing. Might give you something good to watch, baby. Come on down every Friday. So come get your hustle on with Home Video Hustle. You can find the show on any podcatcher app, or you can come down to homevideohustle.popping.com. All of them in one place for you. So you can go ahead and binge it like it's Netflix. We ain't the defenders. Yeah. But I like to think we a little bit better than that. <laughs> Come out at your boys, man. Come chill with us. Peace. Peace. Hi, guys. We interrupt your favorite podcast to interrupt you with an ad for your new favorite podcast. Wait, wait. Isn't this playing on somebody else's show? Exactly. So then how are we? Inter- I thought we were their new favorite podcast. Well, we're going to become their new favorite podcast after they hear this advertisement for our show. What's our show called, Justine? Superiority Complex. Yeah. Where can they find us, Patrick? Uh, Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, exactly. You can go to at Soup Complex on Twitter, S-O-U-P Complex, and you can go to Facebook.com slash Soup Complex. But our main page is on Podbean, and you can find us there at www.superioritycomplex.podbean.com. New episodes are out every Thursday. Justine, what do we talk about on the Superiority Complex? Nerdy stuff. Perfect. Don't get all sensual with your voice. Yeah, did you hear that? I heard it. If you want to hear a little more of that, tune in to the Superiority Complex. One more time, Justine, what do we talk about? Nerdy stuff. Nah, wasn't the same. You tried. Have you ever watched an absolutely terrible movie and thought to yourself, what were they thinking? Because we sure have. So much so that we named our podcast after it. What were they thinking? Starring me, Nathan. And Brendan. Every other week, we take a bad-to-questionable movie and unpack it, so you don't have to. And then every other other week, we ate your cues with our mailbag. Or, you know, talk about whatever. No big whoop? No, no big whoop at all. So that's What Were They Thinking? You can catch us on Podbean, YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and more. Also, a ton of platforms that Brendan made up. Hi, I'm Phil. Whoa! Did someone just did someone just sign off of AOL? I'm Paul. I really don't have a lot on this. <laughs> oh my god, this is this is rolling off the rails real quick. And I'm Dennis. I, I am so guys. mixed up today. Just don't even listen to me anymore. And together we are. Voltron. Well, no, not Voltron. We are Useless Debates in Pop Culture, a weekly... Or we at least try to be. ...podcast that allows you to pick the winner. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. By no means the a landfall. internet fall. strikes again. Yeah, for sure. We will debate anything. So if you want to hear debates on such useless topics as best Val Kilmer role... Tombstone, Tombstone, or best movie soundtrack... American Graffiti, or the most successful former boy band member... JT. Then tune into our show. Your podcast is so well-named. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us on Apple Podcasts slash iTunes, Podbean, and Google Play. And our website, uselessdebate.com. All right, there we go. Thank you. <laughs> Those were some amazing commercials. The greatest commercials that have ever commercialed on the commercials on our show. Absolutely. Check out all those podcasts. Uh, great peeps, great times. Um, but, sweetie, I'm a little parched. How about you? 
I am as well. So now I am going to say we have a Trader Joe's Vintage Ale. And you're not going to hear me pop my top because I was trying to prep it and it popped its own top, which <gasps> scared the shit out of me. Literally. Looking at it right now. <laughs> no, wait. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah. <laughs> this is Trader Joe's 2017 uh Quinquagenary Vintage Ale. Dark Ale brewed with spices and natural flavors. Let's see. It is 9%. Yeah. Unique and limited edition, this Belgian ale is crafted once a year as a special treat for those who appreciate a flavorful, bottle-conditioned ale with character. Our Vintage Ale is a dark, rich, full-bodied ale with fine and generous coffee-colored beige foam. It's ready to be enjoyed right away as you wish, uh, sorry, ready to be enjoyed right away. You may also wish to sell her a few bottles, as it will evolve interestingly as well, developing more complex flavors as the years go by. Keep this bottle upright in storage. Brewed with a delicate balance of noble hops, roasted malts and spices, this remarkably smooth ale is wonderfully has a wonderfully complex finish. Best served slightly chilled at 53 degrees, pairs exceptionally well with grilled salmon steaks, curried lamb, beef or tuna there you go and i would say uh yeah it's about 53 degrees fahrenheit for us excellent so here's the pour oh my pour i'm sorry y'all Alrighty. so yeah this is a nice dark ale uh it has a nice khaki colored head khaki i'm not gonna lie it smells very very belgiany but it is a belgian ale mm -hmm. but uh it's got a little funk on it, won't lie. A little bit, let's uh... She's going for the taste. I have a lot ahead, because obviously this is a well-carbonated beer. If it forced its own cork out, it uncorked itself. Steve's got in for the taste. Yeah, very... Excuse me, wow. Obviously very bubbly. Mm -hmm. uh, very well-carbonated. A little over-carbonated, maybe? Yeah. Um, it's definitely... It definitely got the Belgian. It's got like a lot of the like date notes and... Just a little different, very malt-forward flavor profile to it. A, do you think our bottle is infected? I don't think so. It's not quite that bad. You want to give it a shot? All right. It's uh, de definitely distinctive, but um, yeah, it doesn't have like a super powerful funk. Like there's a little something to it, like a little pininess that I don't think is supposed to be in there because typically Belgians don't piney. have it. It's not piney. I think it is infected. This mm. does not taste right. Yeah. In either case, I think it's going to give us some uh, pretty major gas. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, atop of the Hoppin' Johns. Happy New Year's, by Happy the way, everybody. Year. Uh, there might be a little bit of an explosive uh, combination for us. So. I got a little wine corker right here. We'll just cork that up and decide what we're going to do with it later. Indeed. Yeah. So, who else? Here's some fun facts. Fun facts are super fun facts because they're fun, fun facts. Fun fact this movie had a budget. Of roughly one million dollars. Any idea what the USA gross alone was? Ooh, uh, one billion dollars. Wow. Nope. Uh, but it's about <laughs> eleven million dollars. Oh, nice. So uh, basically, with the success of this movie, and then of course being on TV all of the time, uh, <laughs> yes, it uh, basically launched Jean Claude into being an international superstar and. Uh, started in a lot of very similar movies over the next five years following it. Uh, the real Frank Dukes was the fight coordinator for the film. Uh, when Jean-Claude Van Damme was cast, Dukes uh, announced that Van Damme wasn't nearly in good enough shape, um, put him through a three-month training program, and Van Damme has 
uh, called those three months the hardest training of his life. Uh, that despite being a world champion martial artist in his own right. So there you go. There you go. Uh, the majority of Bolo Young's lines uh, are similar to Bruce Lee's in Enter the Dragon, in which Bolo Young also appeared. Hey! That would be an interesting man to interview. Yes! <laughs> Uh, oh, yes. Uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme does his trademark splits a total of seven times during the film. Which... And Steve found them all! Hooray! Woo! I was like, it can't possibly be that much. And it was. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, Frank Dukes is the inspiration for the character Johnny Cage. Or, I guess, Jean-Claude, more realistically. The movie star, martial artist, is the inspiration for the character Johnny Cage in the Mortal Kombat franchise. Yeah! But, uh, Yeah. So the fun facts I got for this. <laughs> so there is a lovely BuzzFeed article, words that have never come out of my mouth before, but uh, where they interviewed the real Frank Dukes about blood stort, sport. <laughs> blood sport. Blood storts. Blood storts. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it uh, it's a uh, it's very interesting. And basically, the very last fun fact about it is that Frank Dukes is crazy. Oh. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> the real Frank Dukes is crazier than the one in the movie. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> yeah, but it's really fun. Uh, you get to hear Frank Dukes' opinion on the movie. Spoiler alert, he sued them over it. He, This is not the first nor the last time uh, Frank Dukes would sue somebody over the story. Jean-Claude Van Damme, the various production companies involved. But more on that in a future episode. Yeah! Right. Uh, Alright, so now... Our uh, lovely Castaways, Movie Pod Squad, Potter and Family. Uh, you sent us your questions. We're going to give you our answers. Woo! Uh, first question comes uh, from Liz with Castaways. Chair splits. Why is this particular skill so underutilized in movies today? Oh, I just don't think modern actors have the balls to do it, quite literally. <laughs> well played, sweetie. Well played. <laughs> How about you, honey? Uh, I think because... Jean-Claude isn't in that much anymore. He's semi-retired to be a special agent, last I checked. Yeah. You know what it is? It's because The Rock can't do chair splits. Oh my god. <laughs> There's a that, picture for y'all. That is a top-heavy split right there. Ooh. <laughs> Thank you, Liz. Uh, so if you want to be a movie star, I, I think that's what you need to do is yeah. start doing the splits. Oh, young kids, start now. Zac Efron needs to get on that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, shit. All right. Uh, next comes from uh, Useless Debates podcast. If you switched Jean-Claude Van Damme and Steven Seagal in all their movies, which of their major roles are improved and which ones are made worse? Mm. Um, all of Seagal's are made better. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, I got it. Okay. No, wait. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I, think yeah. I, I think I got it. Sort of? Steven Seagal, Time Cop. Ooh. Actually, no, that would be horrible. Never mind. It would be, that would be a very different kind of movie. <sighs> okay, I got it. Jean-Claude Van Damme mm -hmm. in Machete <gasps> as yes. the bad guy. And then Steven... Wait, you, you mean Steven Seagal in... Wait. No, because they're switching roles. That's right. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Never mind. I... So, so Jean-Claude Van Damme is yeah. the Mexican drug lord yes. <laughs> in Machete. Yes. <laughs> instead of Steven Seagal, which is equally ridiculous. Yeah. And then Steven Seagal... Is Steven evil? Seagal is the evil villain in Expendables? Jean, Jean Valane in Expendables 2. Yes. 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 This is this is what we do. You're welcome, everybody. Oh, and then we get to see Stallone beating the shit out of Seagal. 
There we go. Yes. Yeah, I like it. You're welcome, everybody. Win! Um, and obviously, every other role is made worse by Steven Seagal being in it. And I just can't see Jean-Claude... <sighs> Jean-Claude and Maximum Conviction. Yeah, Maximum Conviction with Stone Cold Steve Austin. That'd be pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. But then we'd have to have Steven Seagal in Hard Target with Wilfred Brimley. Which actually would make more sense. Yeah, yeah, you know what? There you go. Let's do that switch, too. Yeah. yeah. I like I'd it. i willing to watch that. I like it. He can do his... No, Steven Seagal as Colonel Guile in Street Fighter. Oh, <laughs> yes. I'm going to kick this little bitch bastard. I'm going to kick so hard. I'm going to kick that son of a bitch bastard ass so hard that the next bastard want to be confused. Eh? Eh? What about being a confi? <laughs> Speaking of confi, then confie? you have Jean-Claude Van Damme in Under Siege. Yeah. <laughs> As <Let's> the do <laughs> cook. Does that mean that Jean-Claude Van Damme gets a TV series where he's a sheriff? He's a sheriff slash French cook. Yes, I like this. <laughs> All right, I like this. I like this world. <laughs> this, this is working out. Oh, <laughs> and uh, here's another one uh, from the Besotted Geek podcast. Yeah. Hey, Stork. Um, what action star has the worst accent? I don't know why that would be brought up with uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. It's delightful. Is it, uh, is it Steven Seagal? <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you heard Tony Jaw's accent? Oh, that one is rough. There's a very particular reason he doesn't do a lot of English roles. Jet Li's accent can be rough, too. It can be, but uh, Jet Li's so amazing. Oh, Jet Li is absolutely amazing. Like, I'm just saying, like, if Jet Li has a flaw in his armor... Ooh, I got it. The action star with the worst accent, Ben Affleck. <laughs> uh, something about that Bostonian accent, I just don't... Just don't think. It's a wicked pisser! <laughs> hey, I'm Batman! <laughs> <laughs> I wish he would do it in a Boston accent. That would be so great. I need a gag to the Batmobile. Wicked pisser, I don't know. All right. I'm sorry, so oh your God. pants are all in the laundry. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Alfred. <laughs> uh, so yeah, thank you for your questions. Um, wow, it's an interesting world where Jean-Claude and Steven Seagal swap roles. I, yeah, it is. Uh, we have to delve into that a little deeper. <laughs> yes. Oh, Steven Seagal in Double Impact. Oh, uh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Steven Seagal is a homeless clown. Oh, God. <laughs> Steven Seagal's The Quest. And uh, then he'd be the one closing a book. Yeah. <laughs> That's the end of that story. Uh, <laughs> so again, thank you all for listening. Happy New Year's. If, I think we said it earlier, but just in case. Happy yeah. New Year's. Uh, we wish you all a wonderful and prosperous 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh, and every year after, actually. Um, yeah, and be prepared for a whole new year of fun podcasts. Absolutely. Great guests. And, of course, you know, me popping my top every time I get a chance to. Mm. And if you want to hear Popper Top even more, mm-hmm. be sure to check out our Patreon page. we got lots of uh, bonus episodes and, of course, our past full-length commentaries uh, that you can get for just a few shekels a month. Yeah. Um, also, check out her untidyvenus.etsy.com. Mm-hmm. Hit us up on Twitter, Facebook. Uh, we're on all the podcatchers now, I think. <laughs> uh, uh, if on, not, we will be shortly. We're on Untapped. We use my Untidy Venus. If Indeed. you want to see what beers we're drinking, 
<laughs> and how often we're drinking them. No judgment. Uh, <laughs> I don't do all of them, honey. That's that's probably a good thing. <laughs> uh, but until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I, I Learned from, from movies. movies. Have a good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Yeah, honey, I think this ale is not good. Yeah. <laughs>